Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. Shout out to my guy, Tony Khan. After tonight, I think we not I need I think we need to start showing some more appreciation for my good old buddy TK. This was the absolute worst Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania in the history of WWE. Do you believe me now? I don't, I, I really, I really don't know what to say, man. I'm at, I'm actually speechless with the show that we got tonight. Absolutely fucking terrible. Absolutely disgraceful after what we got coming out of WrestleMania. If I have one thing to say to you, and this message specifically goes out to the likes of Matt Cardona and Jay White, please, for the love of God, Stay away. Stay away. Nothing has changed. 
Nothing will change until this man is in the grave. Nothing will change. They should be embarrassed. And I can't fucking stand this man. I have a hatred for this man in my fucking soul that you can't believe. All he needed to do was show up on CNBC tonight and blab to the world that he was back in creative. And today, this entire show, three hours, was a Vince McMahon production. Ladies and gentlemen, pull up a seat, order yourself a beverage, relax, enjoy the show, and let's completely shit on this Monday Night Raw. This was absolutely embarrassing, man. This was absolutely embarrassing. I, I, I really, I, I really don't even know where to begin, to be quite honest with you. I don't. You know, for weeks... I've been saying, just just keep an open mind, man. Just, just, just keep an open mind. Just be on the lookout. I've been ridiculed. I've been quote tweeted. I've been called names. I, I've been called literally everything under the sun. A lot of people were turned off. By my Vince McMahon being back narrative. I mean, do you guys believe now? Do do you guys believe now? The company just came out of what is the most successful WrestleMania in the history of the company. And the company is writing the most incredible wave of momentum. And we're presented a golden opportunity to create new fans, new excitement, new storylines, really take the Raw after WrestleMania and build upon it after we have been low-balled for years because Vince McMahon hates the Raw after WrestleMania. That is a proven fact. Vince McMahon hates the Raw after WrestleMania. He did everything in his power to kill this entire show tonight. Absolutely everything he did to kill this fucking show tonight. He killed the crowd. He killed the vibe. No surprises. No returns. No debuts. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. No no inkling of a storyline at all. And I'm sitting here wondering what, what the fuck is going to happen? What, what's going to happen? When is it going to happen? What, what's, what's, what, what's the excitement? And the show went on, hour one. We got one match. One match in hour one. That went one minute and 41 seconds. 
The first thing that we saw on tonight's show as far as a match in that ring is concerned is Omas and Elias. Why? What, what, what purpose did that match serve on this show tonight? Are we planning to push Elias after, after WrestleMania? Uh, are we planning to elevate Omas, who's a fucking loser, who's lost to everybody and has absolutely no legitimacy whatsoever as the Nigerian giant? Why are we trying to push somebody that is fucking dead? In the eyes of the fans, I'm done. I'm tired. This show needs a fucking absolute reset. It needs a fucking gutting from the inside more than anything in this company. No reason why that match should have taken place tonight. Then we get a women's tag team match. After we got a fatal four-way women's tag team match at WrestleMania. A fatal four-way match at WrestleMania, by the way, that was supposed to crown new number one contenders for the women's tag team titles. That match was won by Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler last night. They are the number one contenders for the women's tag team championships. Nothing was mentioned about an injury Nothing was mentioned about the title opportunity being rescinded. Nothing. It was in the graphic. Ronda and Shayna had been basically calling out the tag team championships. And tonight, we get Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, who were in the match on Sunday, the dark match that took place at WrestleMania, that women's fatal four-way. They were in the match, lost, showed up on Monday Night Raw, and earned a number one contendership for the tag team championships after Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler won the number one contendership for the tag team championships. Why? Please make it make sense. I don't know why that match took place tonight. Nothing was tweeted. Nothing was mentioned on the website. Nothing. Then I got people telling me Shayna Baszler is injured. I'm sorry. She didn't say anything about an injury. She even poked fun at it on Twitter tonight. It's almost as if they don't realize what happened the night before. Sounds very familiar. We get Bobby Lashley and Mustafa Ali. What the fuck does that have to do with the Raw after WrestleMania? Bobby Lashley's complaining that he wasn't on the WrestleMania card. Whose fault is that, Vince? Mustafa Ali's telling him to be more positive. Positive? How the fuck can anybody be positive after the three hours of fucking sheer garbage that we were given tonight? Drags Ali out to the ring. He beats Ali in one minute. What did that have to do with the Raw after WrestleMania? Seth Rollins shows up. Seth Rollins is bragging about his win over Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Then he tells the PA guy to hit his theme music. 
He goes out to the ring to embrace the fans. They stand there and like fucking zombies sing his theme song for two minutes. He exits the ring and that's the segment. No return, no new feud set up, no debut from a fucking free agent to start a new feud with Seth Rollins. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's almost as if they didn't even try to book anything remotely interesting tonight. Why was that segment on the show? That's the best you got? Did everybody go out to the bar after night two of WrestleMania and get drunk and forget to write a fucking script? Or did Vince McMahon get handed a script and he rewrote it four fucking times? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why waste our time? The only thing that made sense tonight was a fucking tag team title match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Street Profits, who won their fatal four-way showcase match last night and earned a tag team title shot. Matt Riddle makes his return. You know the best use of Matt Riddle and his return? Did we see Randy Orton? Did we see him start something new with somebody else? Something fresh? Something exciting? He interrupts The Miz, and now we have a budding new feud of Matt Riddle and The Miz next week on Monday Night Raw. Thank you for telling me which match to skip next week if I don't completely skip out on the entire fucking show next week after what you people did tonight. The only thing remotely interesting on this show tonight was Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Go figure. That was it. Legitimately, everything that I just mentioned to you is all that happened on this show tonight. Reportedly, there was a rewrite three different times during during the show. The production team got an updated line sheet three different times throughout the show. Matches were canceled before tonight's show. There was supposed to be a tournament to start to crown a new number one contender for Bianca Belair and the Raw Women's Championship. All the people that Triple H brought back to be featured in this tournament were axed from tonight's show. Nobody made tonight's show. They opted to do a Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair in-ring segment to tease a match that probably won't happen for another 12 fucking months. Legitimately, nothing made sense on this show tonight. We wasted three hours of our fucking time, and all because Vince McMahon is back and creative. If you don't understand now, after tonight's show, if you don't understand, I I can't help you. I cannot help you. I cannot fucking help you. Everybody that watches me, I swear to God, if you ever ever combat me again about Vince McMahon on this fucking show in this comment section on Twitter, you are getting blocked and you'll never see anything I do again. Fuck off. 
You've had to listen to people put shit behind paywalls. You had to listen to people deny every single fucking week while I was the only one who put this shit out in the fucking public. And you wanted to combat me and come at me and tell me I was wrong. Tell me when I am wrong. I told you it was going to be a problem. I told you. Now look. He's got a brand new fucking mustache. He's playing the villain in real life. Does nobody, does nobody find it coincidental that they merge with the fucking UFC? He goes on CNBC and tells the fucking host that he's running creative. He's running creative. Yeah, I'm running creative in a major way at the top, in a high level. I don't want to be in the weeds anymore. You don't want to be in the weeds. The fuck do you call tonight? This guy had the fucking DNA of Vince McMahon all over the fucking show tonight. Merge with the UFC. And the first fucking thing that we see is Brock Lesnar on this show tonight. Does nobody find that to be coincidental? You guys gotta, you guys gotta learn a lesson. You guys gotta learn a lesson. Now you, now you're learning. Now you know. Now you know. It was never about the sale of the fucking company. Never. This was the plan from the word go. Nick Khan lying. Every fucking interview that this man was on, lying, lying. People combating me online. Oh, cut the Vince narrative. You got Vince living rent-free in your head. Do you want Vince McMahon ruining your WWE viewing experience? Because that's exactly what the fuck we got. Nick Khan lying. Bruce Pritchard lying. That fat fucking slob. Lying. Vince McMahon hasn't touched creative yet. I guess yet was tonight. Nick Khan, Bruce Pritchard lying. Triple H lying. Because he's forced to lie. I feel fucking terrible for him. Guy was doing a fantastic job. All of a sudden, the world comes crashing down and Triple H's vision once again is fucking killed. Brand new 
new season of Monday Night Raw. No Johnny Gargano. No Mia Yim. No Candice LeRae. Not even a mention of fucking Bailey when EO and Dakota were out there. Bronson Reed. Nothing. Champa. Nothing. No returns. No surprises. Where's Braun Breaker? The women got shafted. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you want to sit there and you want to fucking use me as a vehicle to ha 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 JD with an L take. Take your fucking L and shove it down your fucking throat. Because I'm the one laughing now. Vince McMahon is back in charge. And it's already bleeding into next week. Matt Riddle versus The Miz. Tag team title match with Becky Lynch and Lita versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. But we already had women's tag team champions. Number one contender match at WrestleMania. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. This was legitimately one of the worst shows that they've ever produced. Legitimately one of the worst shows that they've ever produced. Coming off the fucking magnitude that was WrestleMania, they should absolutely be fucking embarrassed for what they did tonight. 17,000 people in that fucking arena tonight, and that's the show that they gave them. There was a fucking beach ball being thrown around. When was the first time we saw a beach ball? Or the last time, I should say. When was the last time we saw a beach ball? It was in the Vince McMahon era. Did you ever see anybody be throwing a beach ball during a Triple H lead show? No! First side of a Vince show, there's beach balls being thrown around in April. Following the biggest WrestleMania of all time. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great, 
talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. They went on CNBC and they basically, it was, it was a fucking dance. It was a song and dance for them. I don't believe I, I, I legitimately came on here earlier in the day to talk about this merger. And I said, we all know Vince is there. We all know Vince is there. We all know Vince never left. Vince today said that He's running creative, yes and no. More at a high level, meaning your Lesnar's and your Cody's and your Romans. And Triple H is going to do everything else. I can't be in the weeds anymore. The last time, the last time that Vince McMahon used that exact terminology, he was putting Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff in roles on Monday and Friday as executive director of Monday Night Raw. Bischoff didn't last six weeks, and Paul Heyman didn't last 12 months. He was out by by nine months. Vince McMahon took over. He appointed Bruce Pritchard to run the show with him on Monday and Friday. I don't know what was going on at that point. Interest might have been low, but he appointed somebody as executive director so that when shit goes bad, he's got someone to blame. He's not going to blame himself. He will never blame himself. Now we find Triple H in that role again. Now we find Triple H in the role of, sadly, the fall guy. Because I want you guys to go on social media right now. Worst Raw ever is trending on social media. You don't think Triple H sees that trending fucking shit on Twitter? You don't think Triple H saw the tweet that I got that's over 2,000 fucking likes in less than an hour? And I do it purposely because I know everybody feels the same way I do. And we want fucking change. We want change. We want him gone. Gone. Because we knew exactly what was going to happen. Triple H is in a position that Bruce Pritchard, not Bruce, Triple H is in a position that Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman win before Bruce Pritchard took over. He's nothing more than a fall guy now. He's nothing more than a fall guy now. Who do you think Vince McMahon's going to blame when he sees worst Raw ever trending? Triple H is the face. He is the chief content officer by title. So when upper management sees, why is everybody shitting on the flagship show the day that we sold the fucking company? What happened? Uh, It's my son-in-law. He's the chief content officer. 
Triple H, I'm making a fucking guarantee right now. Triple H will be gone by the end of the year. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. No doubt in my mind, Triple H is gone. Everything that we had hoped for, finished. The best case scenario, the best case scenario, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it till Friday. I'm gonna give it till Friday. Maybe they saved the best stuff for Friday. I don't know. I don't have a fucking explanation as to why they did what they did. I don't. I don't. Maybe they saved the best shit for Friday. And it's exactly what I said two weeks ago. Maybe Vince McMahon is completely in charge of Monday Night Raw and Triple H is completely in charge of SmackDown because the shows are so fucking different. I can't even begin to tell you. Raw sucks. Raw has been on the decline since the turn of the new year. Raw has not been the same. It hasn't. We got people talking about medical facilities. That's a Vince McMahon term. Nobody wants to listen to me in regards to the vocabulary that's on this show. Wrestler can't be said anymore. That was something that Triple H couldn't wait to get out there into the public. Wrestler can't be said. Wrestling can't be said anymore. Dave Meltzer reported about a segment having to be redone because somebody mentioned the word wrestler in the promo, which I 1,000% agree happened. I believe happened. We got Chad Gable being called short. We got Johnny Gargano being called small. And Otis is back on TV dancing with his fucking belly out with the maximum male models parading around with their fucking terrible gimmick. All this is happening on Monday Night Raw. All of it happening on Monday Night Raw. Vince, I would not doubt, is running Monday Night Raw and Triple H is running SmackDown. This is why I said I'm going to wait till Friday because this is going to be the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Are we going to get surprises? Are we going to get a call-up? Are we going to get a debut from a big free agent? If you are a free agent, if you are a free agent, Why would you now even entertain coming to the WWE? Why? If if I'm Jay White, for example, and I signed the deal, I'm asking to be let go before I even make a fucking TV debut, before I even step foot in the fucking locker room, I'm asking to be let go. Vince McMahon's going to push a Jay White? Zack Ryder coming back to the WWE. After all the hard work that he did, he's going to come back and do what? What is he going to do? Woo, woo, woo. Fitz McMahon will put him right back where he was before he fucking left the company. No call-ups, no Braun Breaker, no Roxanne Perez, no Tiffany Stratton, no Cameron Grimes that's been rumored for months for a TV debut. Nobody. Absolutely nobody. And WWE, they're not going to do anything to change it. That's the sad thing. They don't give a fuck. You would think on the day that they announced that 51% of the fucking controlling power in the company is going to endeavor that they would put their best foot forward. 
And here we are with possibly their worst show of the entire year and their worst Raw after a WrestleMania ever. Ever. You all should be fucking angry, sad, upset, depressed about what we just watched. Because everybody wanted to fucking gaslight and have this fucking hope that things were going to change. I'm sorry for the way that I am. I am. You think I want to come on here and fucking express to everybody that Vince McMahon is back? If I don't do that, who is? Because nobody else did. The only people that said Vince McMahon was back are the people that I associate with. Nobody reported Vince. Everybody wanted to hide it. Oh, yeah. They tell me Vince is not in charge. The claims were made to us that Vince is not there. I'm sorry. Why do I need to pay you $5 to hear that Vince is not there when I could merely watch the fucking show and within the first 20 minutes, I could see that Vince is there. What do you think? We're fucking stupid? And then there are people that are still blaming Triple H. How the fuck can you blame Triple H for what happened tonight? Triple H had nothing to do with this show. Triple H had jack shit to do with this show. He came out. He showed everybody that he was a figurehead. Ha, ha, ha. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. You are definitely going somewhere. Somewhere where I and the rest of us don't want to be. This is the fucking guy that manipulated the goddamn fucking company to give this man ultimate power again after he used the company for sexual escapades 19 million dollars he gave in hush money to cover shit up. The man should be in fucking prison. The man should be in jail. Yet he manipulated his way back to the company. He swung the power that was a unanimous no for him to come back. Restructured the board of directors. He then gets a unanimous yes by everybody. Tells everybody that he's back to see a sale of the company and no more with Nick Khan lying everywhere. Then we get a sale of the company and then he signs a two-year employment contract so we can't be without him for the next two years. Then he wants to go on CNBC and say that he is running creative. No mention of anything else. Yeah, I'm running creative. I can't be in the weeds anymore. Yet you want to sit there and you want to believe that he is not to blame for this shit. Him and his fucking silly looking fucking Gomez Adams fucking pedo mustache, Vince McMahon. Sounds like it looks like he should be hopping out of some rickety van somewhere, kidnapping the fucking local children in his neighborhood. I 
I asked for adversity for Cody Rhodes. I asked for adversity. I asked for Cody Rhodes to struggle. We got Cody Rhodes struggling. This is Cody Rhodes struggling in Vince McMahon's way. Did we get a Jay White coming out and aligning himself with old Bullet Club buddies to take care of Cody Rhodes, which would have set the internet on fire, man? Eh, we can't get that on the road to WrestleMania because that's too smart for the fucking average geek. Oh, I can't do that indie garbage. Couldn't be climbing the bloodline mountain. No, we got to throw Brock Lesnar at Cody Rhodes. The same way that the same way that Vince McMahon threw Brock Lesnar at John Cena in 2011 through 2013. That's what he did. Basically the same fucking storyline. The same dejected look on Cody's face after last night had the same dejected look on John Cena when he lost to The Rock. Everything down to the fucking goddamn muscles in his face, the fucking frown on his face after WrestleMania. Both of them, a mirror image. You mean to tell me that Triple H and what he said at the post-show scrum last night? This is the revolving story that is playing out following WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar? I don't think Triple H had anything to do with Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Certainly not. It's all Vince McMahon. Uh, We can't put Cody Rhodes against one of your indie midgets, pal. We gotta give him the beast. Who wants to see Brock Lesnar or Cody Rhodes? I don't. Is it going to be a mountain? Sure it is. But Cody Rhodes, there are other ways to book Cody Rhodes and his adversity and the adversity to overcome the bloodline. We don't need to go through Brock Lesnar. This is clearly going to be done in a way where Cody is going to overcome the beast. Where Roman Reigns is now going to take months off. And people will be more agitated than ever before with him. He will solidify the next fucking number in the line of historic reigns. He will be off TV. He will not defend the title in Puerto Rico like I knew he wouldn't. I figured they'd do a six-man tag team match or something that we saw coming out of WrestleMania. Not Brock Lesnar. And he will be at a thousand days before he even comes back to television again. By the looks of it, Roman Reigns is taking a fucking vacation. But we asked for adversity, and we got it. I just find it to be completely hilarious that it's coming in the way of Brock Lesnar, the day in which WWE merged with the UFC. Well, they really wanted to make a statement there, huh? If this is the change that we got coming to us, they can fucking shove it up their ass. They really can. I don't want it. I don't care to see it. I don't give a fuck. Cody's better than some recycled copy and paste storyline that Vince McMahon already did with John Cena. Cody Rhodes is not John Cena. 
Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is in a storyline with the bloodline. Why do we need to recycle storylines? Because Vince McMahon doesn't know any better. This is the level of creativity that Vince McMahon brings to the WWE product. And there will be people that scoop that shit up with a fucking spoon and shove it down their fucking throat. Because they are conditioned to like whatever the man does. Oh, he can't be wrong. Oh, we could do no wrong. We don't need Vince McMahon. WWE's already proved that. They didn't need him to write a good show. They didn't need him to book WrestleMania. They didn't need him to sell the fucking company. Vince McMahon thinks we need him. Vince McMahon thinks WrestleMania needs him. Vince McMahon thinks the WWE needs him to sell the company. They don't. Your son-in-law has already showed you that he can run circles around you. He's been doing it for over a decade. But you can't get that through your skull. When you have your back against the wall and you can't do what you used to do, you seek to destroy. You destroyed the locker room morale in one fucking night with what you did tonight. You destroyed NXT. You completely fucking killed and burned the whole fucking place down to the ground. And you don't give a single shit about the fucking people that were there, that poured their heart and soul into this shit, that got fired, that willingly walked away because of what you did. You didn't give a fuck about your son-in-law and the fucking future that he handed to you on a fucking silver platter. Now they went somewhere else to get misused somewhere else when none of them wanted to leave. They wanted to be in the place that Triple H made home. Sman is back for four months and the company is back right back where it was and we are going to have it even worse this time around. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Tell me. You can't. In one night, in one night, Vince killed all hope from every fucking person who watched WrestleMania and then tuned into Monday Night Raw tonight. This man seeks to destroy he will leave fucking carnage and blood, fire, and brimstone in his path as long as he gets what he wants. He doesn't give a shit about anybody, including his family. His daughter stepped down and quit the fucking company to a point where she wasn't even listed in getting anything from the sale today. Nothing. She said, fuck this shit, removed herself from the board of directors, and quit the fucking company. You didn't hear anything about WWE's morale being low the way it is now. You didn't hear anything about any rewrites and fucking redos and people walking on eggshells. I read reports 
in the beginning stages of this that people were legitimately thrilled to come back to work again, happy to work for WWE. It was like a darkness was lifted from the locker room. Boy, what I wouldn't do to be a fly on that fucking wall today with the nervousness that probably was circling that entire fucking locker room. This man is going to cast another dark cloud over the company. Hellfire and Brimstone is on its way. Releases are inevitable at this point. People will be let go. Promises that Triple H made to everybody that he brought back. These people will be heartbroken again. NXT and the talent that's down there working their way up to the main roster now has to suffer because once upon a time, it was looked at that that was the future. And Triple H got there and he was going to give us the future and we were going to have a bountiful and fruitful WWE. Now with the talent that's ready down there set to be called up, I wouldn't give them a fucking chance in hell of getting over on the main roster. Not with this happening all over again. Everybody should be fucking worried. Everybody. You should be worried. The talent should be worried. Triple H should be worried. For everybody that wants to sit here and tell you that this was a Triple H show, this was not a Triple H show. Vince McMahon completely killed the Raw. I don't, I don't even remember the last time there was a Raw after WrestleMania that felt like a Raw after WrestleMania. This crowd was lifeless throughout most of this show. You took one of the best WrestleMania crowds that WWE has ever had, ever, and you put them in the Crypto.com arena tonight at 17,000 plus, and you got them to be fucking throwing beach balls around after WrestleMania. You don't find that to be fucking embarrassing? There was nothing to hijack. There was nothing to hijack. Vince hijacked the show. He left nothing for the crowd to hijack. Listen, man, I, 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 I just want to come on here and I, I, I want to do my job. I don't want to be questioned why I do what I do and say what I say. Everything that I say here is absolutely 100% what is going on. I don't, I don't need... To sit here and subscribe to a paywall. I don't. I don't need to sit here and listen to somebody who's got fucking A, B, C, D list of sources in WWE. I don't need to hear Nick Khan go out here and fucking lie. And Bruce Prichard come on interviews and lie. I don't want to hear it anymore. If there's one thing that WWE has done throughout this entire year, including today's interview that aired on CNBC... It's that you cannot trust them at all. You cannot trust them. Why would you? Why would you give them the benefit of the doubt? I don't want to come on here and yell. I don't want to come on here and rant and rave and scream. I don't. 
I had my head in my phone most of this show, and I looked up, hoping something was going to happen, and legitimately nothing, nothing happened on this show. I want a better WWE. I don't want a WWE 50% run by Vince McMahon and the other 50% run by Triple H. That's when shit gets skewed. You can't do that. Vince McMahon is not right for the company anymore. In body, mind, and in spirit. He's not. I don't give a fuck what Ari Emanuel says. I don't give a shit how many billions he's worth. I don't give a fuck who he has on his management team. Vince McMahon should not be in the position that he's in. Vince McMahon is not at a stableness in life to be running a fucking pro wrestling company in any creative aspect. Why he's executive chairman of the board is ridiculous. And it looks like we start now blaming and pointing the finger at Ari uh, Emanuel of, of Endeavor. This was a fucking comedy show today. Oh, I wasn't going to let Vince McMahon walk away. No, Vince wasn't going to let himself walk away. What the fuck are you talking about? The only reason why he even got on the phone with you was because you were the only schmuck that was going to listen. Well, everybody else who was interested wanted nothing to do with this fucking pedo-looking fuck. Him and his fucking silly mustache. Oh, I wasn't going to let him walk away. I would have body slammed him if he walked away. Body slammed him? He should be getting slammed in the fucking jailhouse. It's not looking good, guys. It's not looking good. Vince McMahon's back. It's bleeding into next week. I'll give Friday a shot. I'll give Friday a shot. I have a feeling that Vince is going to be more in control of Monday and Triple H may be in charge of SmackDown, honestly. That's the kind of inkling that I got in the last couple of weeks. People were even saying that night one of WrestleMania was more of a Triple H. I swear to God, man, it's the first thing I thought about. Night one of WrestleMania felt like a fucking WrestleMania takeover. Night two and the way that it started and the felt, and the way that it felt, the ambiance, the feeling, the vibe of night two had Vince McMahon written all over it. I genuinely, I genuinely am curious if they are splitting creative duties. I really do. Because that's the way it feels to me. I would not be shocked if that's the case. Somebody should really look into that. Got half of the WWE operating like an NXT takeover and then the other half operating as if Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard are fucking having a field day with shit creative all over the place. Now you guys know. Now you guys know where you stand. Now you guys know what to look out for. Now you guys know who's in charge. Triple H is not in charge. Triple H is a fall guy, and when shit goes wrong like it does tonight, and you get all this negative press, you get all these negative headlines, you get them trending in the most negative way possible, coming out of the most successful WrestleMania of all time, is Vince going to blame himself? Of course not. Vince is going to blame his son-in-law. Vince is going to blame Triple H. And when this continues to happen more and more and more, Vince is going to have dates, shows, 
and everything he needs in chronological order to bring it to the fucking board and say, hey, when they ask what's wrong, Vince is going to be like, this is what's wrong, and they got to get rid of Triple H. Vince McMahon is pretending to be a counselor and a a director and a guidance to Triple H. Oh, my son-in-law's got it. He's got it. He's going to take care of it. Meanwhile, Vince McMahon is probably weaseling himself into a position to get his son-in-law out of there because Vince McMahon cannot stand the fact that the fans were praising everything Triple H was doing and did not want anything that he had to say. This is just the nature of the beast. This is what he did in NXT. This is what he did with NXT. And now he's going to do it to Triple H on the main roster. You don't think Triple H, with what he did in NXT, was praised every fucking takeover, every single quarter? You don't think that shit got back to Vince McMahon? Every single takeover that was headlined on a major WrestleMania, major Royal Rumble weekend, you don't think Vince McMahon heard the rumblings? Takeover New York was better than WrestleMania. Takeover Phoenix was better than the Royal Rumble. I I mean, you don't think that got back to him? You don't think that this man vindictively seeked out to kill everything that Triple H was doing? You don't think that he's capable of doing it again? This time a little bit more indiscreetly. He had free reign to do whatever the fuck he wanted to throw right back in Triple H's face. It was easy when nobody was ready to be... Or when uh, NXT's uh, roster was ready to be called up, Vince, yeah, he had no Triple H there. Triple H had to go continue to run NXT. So when we got all the call-ups, it was easy for Vince McMahon to put the dagger in their fucking heart and bury them within weeks, then claim that Triple H and his operation wasn't doing the job creating the future of WWE. Meanwhile, we all knew that he, that he was. Same thing's going to happen here. Same thing is going to happen here. I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to ever hear. I don't want to ever, ever, ever see another person combat me about this fucking instance ever again. The man is back. He's in charge and he's there and he never left. If you are going to reach out to me on Twitter or in my comment section or on Instagram or on TikTok or anything, you will be blocked and never seen again with my own eyes. Now you know. How many times do I need to tell you I would not steer you guys wrong? You are too important to me. My job here is too important to me. And I love this fucking show. And I love pro wrestling. I don't want to see this place burn to the ground. And that's exactly what Vince is doing all over again. We're going to get into Monday Night Raw. And to be honest with you, I'm not even going to waste that much time. Because this show was a complete fucking disaster tonight. A complete disaster. I would honestly rather sit here and read your super chats and read your reactions to tonight's show. This shit sucked. Legitimately, everything that I mentioned in the open of this show, that's all you got. And we got a Brock Lesnar heel turn on Cody Rhodes, which is basically John Cena 2011 through 2013 all over again. Meanwhile, we don't need that to be copy and pasted for Cody Rhodes. We got something called King of the Ring coming up. Cody can win King of the Ring, and that be one of the mountains that he climbs to win an opportunity to wrestle Roman Reigns again. 
Paul Heyman just said tonight that Cody is not going to get another championship match. No. The adversity should be in King of the Ring. What good is beating Brock Lesnar going to do? Why do we need to rehash something that we've seen already? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's 2012 all over again. It's 2012 all over again. I ask for adversity. Don't get me wrong. But I ask for a better story. This is not it. This is not it. Follow me on social media, guys. At JD from NY206. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys get those super chats in. I want to hear from you tonight. I want to hear from every single fucking one of you tonight on how you felt and what you're feeling after this disastrous Monday Night Raw. Go check out all the other content. I was live this afternoon with an off-the-script extra. We talked about the sale of WWE merging with the UFC. Endeavor now owns 51% of the WWE. And we talked about that today and the possibilities of what happens there with the shareholders and the new publicly traded company that's going to be on its way in four to six months. Is WWE going to shift over from the Peacock subscription of $9.99 premium live events on Peacock to something that ESPN does with UFC, $80 a pop. If this was the first show in a build towards a major pay-per-view, nobody's paying $80 for this fucking shit after what we got tonight. Absolutely no way. WWE would be putting more money in my pocket because more people would be watching me than the actual fucking pay-per-view. And please, guys, hit that thumbs up. We got 6,700 people in here. From Monday Night Raw, that is unbelievable. Hit that thumbs up. We need at least 2,500 likes on tonight's stream. Monday Night Raw opened with Triple H. He played up the entrance. He was introduced not as the chief content officer. No, 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 no. He wasn't introduced as the chief content officer. He was introduced as WWE Hall of Famer Triple H. He may have already been demoted. He talked up about how WrestleMania lived up to expectations. He thanked the wrestlers. Some guy named Stu, who was a cameraman for the company, fans chanted Stu. He touted the WrestleMania set, saying the first time he saw it, it took his breath away. He said, the most important people are the fans who make it possible for them to do what they do every single week. He said the day after they're dominating the news and social media with WrestleMania happenings, then they made the announcement that everybody wants to talk about. He didn't specify, but then he said, I'm here to assure you that we ain't going nowhere. I don't believe you, Mr. H. I don't believe you, boss man. The WWE may be going nowhere, but I'm not so sure about Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque may be on the way out. Because they did nothing to make me feel confident that he's staying. Tonight. The same WWE that you love, the same WWE that put 161,000 people to the rafters at SoFi Stadium is going nowhere. The same WWE that you love, the superstars, the action, the drama, all of it. We are going nowhere. We will be here week in and week out because we are the WWE. He said, now 
It's then, now, forever, together. So he came out. Everybody was basically trying to guess what he would do tonight. Is he going to mention the merger? Is he going to unveil a new championship, which is something that's been rumored? He, he came out basically to wave to everybody and gloat about WWE's WrestleMania numbers. And it was a rah-rah-rah speech that went over so poorly because of the shit that we got throughout the night. He basically foreshadowed nothing for the upcoming season of WWE. You're not going nowhere. Well, wherever the company's going, I don't want to go along with it knowing that the old man is behind the fucking steering wheel. Triple H then... He said, the fans need to acknowledge one more thing. 946 days. Please rise and help me welcome the undisputed universal champion, Roman Reigns. So Roman Reigns is out there. And I've seen some Twitter accounts online tonight uh, poking fun or trying to compare this Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania to the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania after WrestleMania 33, when he beat The Undertaker in one of the more memorable moments that this company's had, especially with Roman Reigns, where he didn't get one single word out on the microphone. You guys know what Monday Night Raw I'm talking about. The Raw after WrestleMania 33, when he beat The Undertaker. He stood in the ring, and every time he lifted the microphone up to his mouth, fans were booing him. Fuck you, Roman. Go away. Delete. Booing him. All he said was, this is my yard now. And he got the biggest reaction of booze that I think I've ever heard that character get in his entire run up until that point. He got fightful saying, oh, this reminded me of that. No, it didn't. First of all, this is not even the same Roman Reigns. Secondly, this Roman Reigns would never allow that to happen, ever. And there's more people cheering for Roman than they are booing Roman. Ridiculous. It's even, it's so fucking stupid to even compare the two characters and the two moments. Not even close. So he's out there. Chance of you suck. Reigns milked the moment for a little bit, playing up to the crowd. He asked Hollywood to acknowledge him. They booed. Out comes Cody. Cody walked out in a suit. He was holding his ribs, selling the attack from last night. He managed to smile. I don't know what the fuck he's smiling about. Cody's out there smiling. Bro, you just lost the biggest fucking match of your life due to fucking bullshit, and you're out here smiling for the fans? Cody should not be smiling in any sense at all. You just lost the biggest match of your life. You should be fucking angry. Now, he did go out there, and he did get a little angry with Roman. Cody said today turned out a lot differently for him than anticipated. He said he thought he would be standing here as the undisputed universal champion. Oh, I can see I don't have them. I felt it. Reigns and Heyman were laughing. Cody said Reigns was the better competitor at WrestleMania 39. He was the better competitor. You had him beat. How is Roman the better competitor when you have the titles within your grasp after two crossroads, and the only reason why you lost was because of Solo Sokoa. 
by the looks of it, it looked like Cody was the better competitor. But here Cody comes out smiling, and here Cody is praising Roman Reigns again. Why? He shook his head, and it pains him to say it. He says he knows they always have to do this with the world watching. That's part of the job. But he knows that Roman knows he won a lot of matches where he narrowly beat people and skated by, but he was the victor. He says, last night I had you. Cody said fans, or Cody said uh, as the fans were cheering, I had you. Reigns struggled like, or shrugged rather, like he he didn't really care what Cody was saying. And he didn't really want to acknowledge it. Like, you know, he, he thinks Cody's talking out of his ass. He said what he wants to talk about boils down to one word, rematch. Fans were chanting rematch. Heyman and Reigns looked at each other. Heyman begged Reigns for the microphone so he could respond to Cody. I was thinking on behalf of the tribal chief, says uh, says Paul Heyman, for Roman Reigns. When exactly would you like this hypothetical rematch? Cody Rhodes said tonight. He said tonight. Fans booed. Heyman said no rematch. Not tonight. Not Puerto Rico. Not SummerSlam. Not Survivor Series, not at the Royal Rumble, not at Madison Square Garden, not San Francisco, where life exists in California. No, 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 no. Denied. Fans began chanting bullshit. That's what you call calling the shots because you live on the island of relevancy. Cody asked Paul Heyman, you think I'm in a normal mood tonight, Mr. Heyman? You think I'm in a normal mood for your games, your chicanery? After everything I've been through in my entire career to get to last night and for last night to happen to me that way, he says he wants to cut it and read between the lines. He says they don't want to give him what he wants. They don't want to give the fans what they want, a rematch right here, right now. Then why don't we do a tag team match since we got Roman and Solo here right now? And basically, they were the reason why I lost last night. Heyman asked for a moment to talk to Roman Reigns. He said something to Reigns. Reigns nodded. Heyman says, yes, challenge accepted. He says, there were two parameters, though, for this tag team match. He says, if someone is so stupid as to team with you, it has to be someone who wrestled this past weekend at WrestleMania. He said he will realize how alone he is because anyone who walks down that aisle and agrees to team with him against Reigns and Solo We'll never get another title match against Reigns as long as Reigns is the champion. Heyman then said, so who do you want to talk about now, Cody? Brock Lesnar's music played. Lesnar walks out. He's smiling. And Lesnar says, Corey Graves, Lesnar already lost the right to fight Reigns at any point for the world championship. So he's not getting another world championship match as long as Reigns is champion. So he loses nothing by stepping up for this match. So that I actually appreciated that they brought that to attention and they used that to get this tag team match for Monday Night Raw. So he shook hands with Cody. He entered the ring. He hugged Cody. They were looking at Reigns and Heyman and Solo. They walked to the back. Cody raised Lesnar's arm, and people were cheering. Lesnar was acting a little bit too uh, friendly to Cody Rhodes out there for my liking. I'm like, something doesn't feel right here, man. Something feels off. So Lesnar came out there, and he was basically 
kind of playing it up to Cody. And it looked like a turn was coming at some point. We didn't know then, but something definitely felt off there. Cody had a very nice presence about him. He he got right to the point. He asked for a rematch. I appreciate that. And I, I've been saying this, man. I've talked about this twice now. One last night and then again today on the podcast when we talked about the sale of WWE. A lot of people were like, oh, JD's got an L take when it comes to Roman Reigns. There's no reason why Roman Reigns should retain the titles. Everything that I said in regards to what happened with Roman Reigns and Cody came true. Adversity. Cody needed adversity. You can't go out there and use the torn pack. You can't go out there and use Stardust. You can't go out there and claim that his adversity was seven years on the indies and an AEW and then came back. WWE barely did anything to tell those stories at all. He did not have any adversity from the Royal Rumble on. There was no sign of struggle. There was no sign of overcoming the bloodline. He was not attacked. Nobody in the bloodline laid a fucking hand on him on the entire road to WrestleMania. The adversity that Cody Rhodes faced happened in the main event and continued into Monday Night Raw tonight. Now, this adversity that he faces with Brock Lesnar, not really what I anticipated, but... WWE seems to think that this is going to work. I don't know. I didn't really like this whole this whole situation here with Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes. I just felt like something was very weird. And I immediately thought that Brock Lesnar's out there in the ring with Roman Reigns. That's a Vince McMahon thing. Brock Lesnar teaming with the number one babyface in the company. Go figure after they just announced a sale to the UFC. Brock Lesnar back in a major program on WWE TV. Omos. The first thing that we saw on Monday Night Raw was Omos against Elias. Absolutely zero reason why this match was made. Zero reason why this match should have happened. And the crowd fucking died. Is Elias going to be pushed after WrestleMania? No. Is anybody going to take Omos seriously? No. So why are they on TV? On the Raw after WrestleMania, when you should be on your way to kicking off a brand new season with stories and characters, we get Omos versus Elias. Why? Sounds like a match that was put in a random fucking simulation. Randomizer. And that's what popped up from Monday Night Raw. Omos wins in two minutes. Monday Night Raw was commercial-free, by the way, in the first hour. This was the only match that happened within the first hour. We got some of Rey Mysterio and Austin Theory in the first hour, but by that time, it was too late. So the first hour consisted of a commercial-free hour of Monday Night Raw that had one hour and 51 seconds. On one minute, rather. One minute and 51 seconds of in-ring action. That's basically it. On a commercial-free hour of Monday Night Raw, you would think that Triple H would book 15, 20 minutes of in-ring action between a fucking debut or, or somebody. Nothing. So right out of the gate, Vince, 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 and his DNA all over this show. Ridiculous. Usos were backstage. They knocked on the door of Roman Reigns' locker room. Heyman walked out and smiled and said, if it's not the greatest tag team of all time. Jimmy says they were there to see Roman. Heyman said Reigns just stepped outside to have a chat with Solo about their tag team match. 
He asked if they saw what happened with Cody earlier. Heyman said Roman wanted to know their contributions this weekend were greatly appreciated. Said the Jet is ready to leave L.A. after Rand and Solo wiped the floor with Cody and Brock. He said Brock Lesnar, like he was kind of vomiting a little bit, he told them to get a head start as there is fresh seafood on the plane. Jay didn't seem to care, but did not really uh, protest in any which way about fresh seafood. Jimmy said to Heyman, yeet, and then they walked away. Heyman there went back into the locker room. Mike picked up Heyman saying, I took care of it, my tribal chief. So Roman Reigns wants nothing to do with the Usos being that they lost the tag team championships and right now is actively avoiding them at all costs. There you go. Roman Reigns says that we're in the third inning. I guess this is Roman Reigns and the bloodline going into the bottom of the third inning. Kathy Kelly interviewed Bad Bunny at ringside. She said he is the host of WrestleMania Backlash. I thought that was going away. WrestleMania Backlash. I thought it was just Backlash. But she said WrestleMania Backlash. Again, Vince McMahon is back. She asked how happy he is to be bringing WWE back to Puerto Rico. He says it's great WWE is returning to his beautiful island of Puerto Rico. He says he just wants to be there to enjoy Raw and is grateful for everything. See you in Puerto Rico. Says Bad Bunny. Rey Mysterio made his entrance. He interacted with Bad Bunny at ringside for a little bit. Said last night on the podcast, or Saturday rather, when we got Ray and Dominic for WrestleMania Night 1. Bad Bunny was there on commentary during the match. He absolutely got involved like I knew he would because he was sitting at commentary. And I predicted Bad Bunny and Rey Mysterio versus Dominic and Damian Priest in Puerto Rico. And it looks like we are on our way to get that tag team match at Backlash. Now, it could have been a tag team match with Legato against Judgment Day. It could have been Bad Bunny in a special guest referee situation, but it looks like they are going to get Bad Bunny in the ring in Puerto Rico in a tag team match teaming with Rey Mysterio. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Bad Bunny and Logan Paul have set the bars for celebrity in-ring appearances, so I'm pretty curious to see what he does this time around in the ring with Rey Mysterio. And I guess in a tag team capacity... It'll be innocent enough to a point where it would come off very good. Because his last match, the last time he was in there, he did very good for himself. So Rey Mysterio's out there. He is talking about being inducted into the Hall of Fame. uh, Fans chanted, you deserve it. Austin Theory's music hits. Theory walked out. And Theory asked Rey to hear him out because they were the only two who did exactly what they said they were going to do at WrestleMania. You beat the product of your own bad parenting, and I beat a legend. I beat the greatest of all time in John Cena. He said Ray was too busy trying to correct the past. So fans started chanting, you tapped out, you tapped out, because he did kind of tap out behind the referee's back while the referee was down. But Theory said, no, you all tapped out because you didn't believe in me. I'm the damn champ. So then Theory gets into the ring, and he said that he's still on top and can't be touched. He says he doesn't suck as the fans chanted, you suck. I don't suck because I beat John Cena. 
then started chanting for Cena. He says he isn't there. He's a part-timer. He said the fans should be chanting Ray's name. So they began chanting Ray's name. He says he's going to add Ray's ass to the collection. Ray said the only thing he'll be collecting are his teeth after a 619. So the match is official. Referee enters the ring, and we get Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. I said this on on uh, Saturday as well, uh, going into the rest of the WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Austin Theory beat John Cena, and I would be okay if his gimmick was sort of a legend killer gimmick. And I kind of got that vibe tonight. Well, he beat John Cena. He's bragging that he beat John Cena. He's out here challenging another legend in Rey Mysterio. Maybe they're giving Austin Theory a modern-day legend killer gimmick. Maybe we see Austin Theory versus the actual legend killer, Randy Orton. Maybe that's what they're setting up for. I don't know. So this match started at around 8.55. So we got legitimately six minutes or so of in-ring action. In the first hour, they went to commercial break, a split, a split screen commercial break uh, within the 55 minutes. They didn't even wait till the hour passed. They went to commercial break. So I, I guess within the first 55 minutes of a commercial free raw, we got one minute and 41 seconds of in-ring action. Thanks, Vince. Thanks for showing us and telling us you hate professional wrestling. So, Theory wins in about nine minutes. There wasn't really much to this. They had a very good match for the nine minutes that it was. I'd like to see a little bit more. You would think that the Raw after WrestleMania and something like this, uh, it would be a little bit more. Theory was in control. Ray hit a spike DDT, seated senton, springboard crossbody. Theory responded with a spinning spinning powerbomb for a two-count. That looked really nice. Ray dropped him on the middle rope, set up for the 619, Theory took him out with a clothesline, a devastating lariat for two. Theory went for a rolling dropkick, but Ray blocked it and dropped him on the middle rope again. Dominic ran down as Ray went for a 619, so Ray knocked him off the apron. This was not a disqualification. Ray continued with the 619 attempt, but Theory caught him and hit the A-Town down as Theory beats John Cena and Ray Mysterio for his WrestleMania weekend. Nicely done. So Dom gets in the ring. He starts attacking Rey Mysterio, punching him in the face. Damian Priest is there as well. Dominic then approached Bad Bunny at ringside. They exchanged some words in Spanish. Face to face, Dominic turned away as if he was going to walk away. And then he tried to surprise Bad Bunny with a cheap right hand. Bunny blocked it, punched Dominic down. Priest, he is good buddies with Bad Bunny. But he came over and yanked Bad Bunny over the barricade and he threw him around, yelled down at him, said he doesn't need to get involved. Why would you do that? Bunny stood up, shoved Damian Priest. Dominic then grabs Bunny. Bunny turns around, punches him. Dom went down. Priest then forearmed Bunny right across the side of the face. He went down and then they dragged him over to the announce desk. And Corey Graves was telling him, Priest, don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to cost you a lot of money. He then chokeslammed Bad Bunny through the announce table. And Bad Bunny legitimately got folded over like a fucking tortilla. And it looked like it sucked. I hope he's okay. They can ill afford to have him injured. But that was a devastating chokeslam. I'm surprised that they actually did that uh, the way that they did with Bad Bunny. 
That was probably the most brutal thing that I think they've done to Bad Bunny so far. So uh, I thought this was great. I thought this was a great sell for the match coming up. They continue the Dom and Rey Mysterio feud, and Bad Bunny gets uh, beat up. And Damian Priest, man, Damian Priest, he looked fucking great tonight. That was a star-making attack right there by Damian Priest, man. It's a nice thing to see. So I'm looking forward to that match, man. I'm looking forward to the continuation of Dominic and Ray to see where it goes. And Bad Bunny getting involved, man. Should be a fun match at Backlash. Owens. He's with Sami Zayn. They're out there. Owens came out first. Sammy's music then played. He comes out second. They're holding the tag team titles up in the ring. Fans are chanting, you deserve it. You deserve it. Owen says, yeah, we do deserve it. Sammy said it's corny, but he has to say it wouldn't have happened without the fans. He says he's been wrestling in L.A. for a while now, and he likes to celebrate. Owen says that it sounds pretty good. He said nothing says celebration like a good old-fashioned fight. He said, there's probably a lot of people in the locker room who'd like to try and make a name for themselves on the Raw after WrestleMania. And then out comes the Street Profits. Montez Ford said, nobody seems to know their name, so why not tonight on Raw? So they want the smoke, and they want the tag team titles. Now, this was a non-title match, but I'm assuming this is because of the Street Profits winning the Fatal 4-Way showcase match. At WrestleMania. Now, clearly, the match was always going to go to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but this was a pretty good tag team match for what it was. Uh, I enjoyed these two teams working together. I actually thought that a a heel team was going to come out of the Fatal 4-Way match on Saturday, and it was going to be a heel team going in against the babyface team of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but they decided on the Street Profits. Match went about 12 minutes or so. It was a non-title match. Um, Zane, he's in there. He made a hot tag following the commercial break. Montez hit a, I believe, uh, Sami Zayn hit Montez with a tornado DDT and a big flip dive to the outside. Zane followed with a sunset flip powerbomb off the top rope for a two-count. On Montez, Dawkins got in there. He gave Zayn a big double-team blockbuster with Montez, which looked great off the top. Owens broke up the cover. Zayn gave Ford an exploder into the turnbuckles, and Owens followed with a cannonball, a senton. Dawkins gets in there and breaks up the cover made by, by KO. Montez wiped out Owens and Zayn with a big flip dive, landed on his feet on the outside. Owens dodged a frog splash, Owens gave him a frog splash, and Zayn followed with a haluva kick for the one, two, three. Really nothing uh, all that special here. Uh, the new tag team champions get a solid victory after winning the titles on Saturday night, and the tag team division could be a strong one if WWE knows what the fuck they're doing, but you know they already had them run through the Street Profits, which I wouldn't have... I really wouldn't have gone to that match so quickly and so immediately. I would have built it up for a little bit because, I mean, they legitimately are two of the best teams that you got, and then they ran through it on a waste of a show. So WWE's already had one match out of the way, and and it's a big one, and they got rid of it as if it was nothing. So much for tag team wrestling in WWE. Seth Rollins. Kathy Kelly interviewed Seth Rollins backstage. 
This was a complete waste of time. He's celebrating beating Logan Paul with the curb stomp. He said he is feeling good and is on cloud nine. He said he sent Logan Paul and KSI back to the wasteland of social media. He said something about tonight is missing. And he realized that the party isn't back here. It is out in the ring. And he called for his song to play. So he makes his way out to the ring. Fans are singing his song. And he's in the ring and he's doing the fucking thing and he's gloating and the fans are singing and then he exits the ring. That's all he did. That was the best creative that they had for Seth Rollins following the Raw after uh, WrestleMania weekend. On the Raw after WrestleMania. They had him go out there and conduct his own fucking crowd sing-along. Yet you want me to sit here and believe Triple H booked this fucking show. Kathy Kelly interviewed Bobby Lashley backstage. She asked how he's feeling about winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He said standing in front of that WrestleMania audience and not competing is eating him up inside. Yeah, you can blame Vince McMahon for that. Bronson Reed said Lashley taught him how to lose. So maybe he is his pupil, but eventually the pupil can teach something to the teacher. Lashley said he'd fight him if that's what he wants. Reed told Lashley he can't do it tonight, but eventually he will learn his lesson. No, you can't do it tonight because I know Vince McMahon's walking around with his fucking pedo mustache somewhere. Smiled, he walked away. In walks Mustafa Ali, who said that's a lot of no's coming his way lately. He says he didn't get a match with Reed tonight, nor a match at WrestleMania says if he wants to change the negative energy, he needs to change the way he thinks and think a little bit more positive, Ali. This gimmick is fucking awful. I don't know why this is on my television screen. He says he should never take no for an answer again. Lashley asked if he means he wants to be more positive. He says maybe he should take him to the ring and maul him. Ali said no. Lashley grabs him and throws him down and dragged him through the gorilla position, which clearly, you know, I always look for somebody sitting there. Nobody was sitting there because they don't want you to know who's sitting there. And then they head to the ring and we get this match in one minute. Bobby Lashley beats Ali with a hurt lock in one minute. Some exhilarating action on this show, man. Bobby Lashley gets the short end of the stick at WrestleMania. Shit creative going into the Raw after WrestleMania. And the fans are asking, what the fuck did I just watch? And why is this on the show? It's almost as if they wanted to purposely book garbage tonight. And Vince wanted to ruin everybody's Raw after WrestleMania experience. Reigns. He's backstage with Heyman. Asked if the Usos were gone. Heyman says they went to the jet. Solo was just staring there, listening. Reigns asked Heyman, did you know Brock would be here? Heyman said the day after WrestleMania is when Brock usually takes six to nine months off and leaves everyone hanging, which is a life you rescued me from, my tribal chief, which is why I love you, my tribal chief. Reigns asked how it all happened. Heyman said SummerSlam was the last match between Reigns and Lesnar ever, so Lesnar will get, never get another match against him. He said Lesnar answered the challenge because he has nothing to lose. Reigns talked himself into being excited about this. 
since one of his biggest accomplishments and accolades of all time is smashing Lesnar. He says when he's done with that, he'll smash Cody like he did at WrestleMania. He looked at Solo and then said he'll tag in Solo. Then we'll see who's ready now. He told Solo to show Cody that he is ready. Bianca Belair, she made her way out to the ring. Fans were chanting EST. She is the EST of WWE and still their Raw Women's Champion. She said she can't be the EST without stepping into the ring with the best. She saluted Asuka, who we saw none of tonight. She's the most dangerous woman she's ever stepped in the ring with. She said she pushed her to be the toughest she can be. She said now she can proudly stand there and say we did it. Rhea Ripley interrupted, who has nothing to do with this show anymore because she's SmackDown Women's Champion. She walked onto the stage with her SmackDown Women's Championship as she beat Charlotte Flair on night one, which was a tremendous matchup. Ripley said after her humongous Royal Rumble victory, she decided to challenge Charlotte instead of Bianca. She entered the ring and said she will beat Belair just like she beat Charlotte at WrestleMania. Belair said, hold up. I'm the luckiest because you chose not to face me. She said Ripley chose Charlotte for a reason. She says she is all about getting in the ring with the best, and that includes Rhea Ripley. One day when you're ready, we'll really see which one of us is the best of the best, says Belair. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez walked out to the ring, and Raquel eyed Rhea Ripley as they passed her on the way to the ring. Hint, hint. First women's SmackDown title feud will be Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez, which is basically their continuation from Triple H. When he run when he ran NXT, it was Raquel Rodriguez and Rhea Ripley. So we're running it back on SmackDown. And I hope to God that Ra- Raquel Rodriguez kind of reverts back to the way she was in NXT. Less smiling and more carnage. A little bit more of a serious tone if you're going to be wrestling Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I don't know why this was necessary on this show tonight. I don't know why we got Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair when we know that the match is not going to happen now. This is clearly being set up for a later date. I don't know if that means Bianca's going to lose the championship and then get drafted at some point to SmackDown, which I think is probably the best choice for Bianca Belair. I don't know if this means that they're going to meet at some point with both championships on the line at some point at a WrestleMania in a unification match. I don't know. It is not in Vince McMahon's wheelhouse to promote something that is not going to happen. This is certainly going to happen, but nobody knows in which capacity it's going to happen. So they basically are telling you what your WrestleMania match, potentially for WrestleMania 40, is going to be. Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Where are either one of them going to be? I don't know. It's too early to tell. But that, to me, could absolutely be a WrestleMania main event if they want to give the ladies a main event spot. Just saying. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, they have a tag team match here against Damage Control, Dakota Kai and Io Sky. No Bailey or no mention of Bailey at all. Nothing. Bailey went on social media and claimed that she was falling out of love with something. The love story ends. Goodbye. I don't know what that means. Is Bailey leaving damage control? Did she get kicked out? Did she remove herself, remove herself from the group? Is she leaving the company? 
I don't know. I don't know. Not one single mention of Bailey on Monday Night Raw with damage control, her girls, in the ring. Rodriguez and Liv Morgan win. They earn a future tag team title opportunity after Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey won a tag team title opportunity on Sunday night. Now, I don't know why we are crowning two number one contenders. Is Shayna Baszler injured? Is Ronda Rousey still injured? Are they not going to be able to compete for the tag team championships and they needed to come up with someone new as challengers for Lita and Becky Lynch? I don't know. I don't know. But Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez are SmackDown wrestlers. I I guess it really doesn't matter with the women's tag team titles on the line. I don't know. Very confusing situation. Not that I give a shit. The ladies are as cold as ice on both Raw and SmackDown. Nobody cares. Miz entered the ring. This was not a Miz TV segment. He was just there to talk about what happened at WrestleMania. He said he had more matches than any other superstar at WrestleMania weekend because Snoop Dogg kept surprising him. Surprise, here's Pat McAfee. Surprise, here's George Kittle. Surprise, here's jumping Shane McMahon. Surprise, I beat him so badly he couldn't finish the match. Sure thing, Miz. Snoop Dogg then sucker punches me. He says he, says he used his rings as brass knocks. He then did the worst people's elbow in the history of people's elbows. He says he's done with surprises. Matt Riddle returns to WWE. He rolled down the ramp in a scooter, and he's wearing these really tight tights. He's not wearing the shorts anymore. Matt Riddle needs to revert back to the shorts because this is not a good look for him. Not a good look at all. He rolled down the ramp on a scooter, Fans were chanting, bro, bro, bro. He says, did you miss me? Miz attacked him from behind. Riddle popped up and attacked the Miz with a jumping knee and a bro Derek, and that was it. Absolutely the most unimaginative return that WWE could have scripted for Matt Riddle. They were better off keeping him off TV. One surprise, one return out of everybody that was rumored leading up to tonight's show, and we got Matt Riddle returning against The Miz, which now sets up a match between the two next week on Monday Night Raw. Please tell me when Vince leaves. Honestly. Because I'm not giving a shit about anything that's going on right now going into next week's show. Byron Saxon interviewed Trish Stratus, speculation leader backstage. She asked how it felt to win such a monumental victory on the WrestleMania stage. Oh, my God. Trish said it it was amazing. Lita said she's still riding high. She's standing there with a fucking black eye, is Lita. Becky said, now the chapter has ended, battling damage control. They're ready to elevate the tag team titles. Good luck with that. Sasha and Naomi tried to do the same thing, and they fucking laughed at them. She said, there's no better way than beating Morgan and Rodriguez next week on Raw. If I'm awake, maybe I'll care. We got the main event. And by the time this thing got started, we were about eight minutes till 11 o'clock. I knew something was going down here. Cody made his entrance. Lesnar made his entrance. Roman Reigns makes their entrance first. Then it's Cody and then it's Lesnar. We got the ring introductions. The bell rang. 
Roman Reigns and Solo are standing there, and a match is about to take place. And Lesnar all of a sudden gives Cody an F5. He gave Cody a second F5. Reigns looked at Heyman with curiosity as they walked to the back with Solo. Graves asked, why is Lesnar doing this? Why is he doing this to Cody? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Cody looked up at Lesnar with his shock looked on his face. Lesnar stomped on Cody, stood on his throat, choking him out. He gave him a suplex, lifted him by his waistband, threw him out to the floor, rammed him into the barricade, and he was then thrown over the timekeeper's barricade where Lesnar then picked up a steel chair, hit him in the back with the chair. He kept hitting the bell, signaling for ding, 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 ding. He said, did Graves, what is this about? Why? Why, why, why? Everybody's asking why. Nobody knows why. Lesnar picked up the ringside steps, bashed Cody with it, threw it into the ring. Adam Pearce came down to ringside to yell at Lesnar. Lesnar lifted Cody and delivered an F5 onto the ring steps. Other referees and officials walked to ringside. Lesnar stopped the attack. He began to walk to the back. He stopped. He turned and looked back at Cody. Lesnar chased off all of the people in the ring attending to Cody, grabbed the chair and bashed Cody with it twice across the back. Lesnar then shoved the chair into Cody's neck and yelled down at him. I don't know what he said. He was bleeped out. Then he walked away. Adam Pearce and the others went to go back to check on Cody. They cut away to several fans with shocked looks on their face. Lesnar was about to walk back out again, but stopped at the top of the ramp, and he lifted two middle fingers up, aimed towards Cody, and the show went off the air. I don't know. I don't know. This is the struggle. This is Cody's struggle. Huh? This is the struggle that we all ask for, the adversity that we all ask for, Brock Lesnar. Could you be any more unimaginative with building up your next baby face? Now, granted, I will say people were concerned. People are going to be back in Cody. Everybody was, oh, my God, doom and gloom. Cody's dead. Cody's buried. They missed an opportunity. All this other fucking bullshit online that I deaded today. Are people going to be backing Cody? Sure. Believe it or not, some of the people that were in the crowd during this segment, they were chanting one more time, one more time for another F5 on Cody. That really wasn't a good look there. But Cody got a big reaction on the way out. Cody is still over. People want to see the rematch. The rematch is going to be a big deal. I just don't think Cody going through Brock Lesnar is something that makes sense. Like, what do they have to do with each other? Like, this is the best creative writing that you got? It honestly feels like Vince McMahon took all of the writers and all of Triple H's team who take care of the fucking creative direction of this show and told them all to stay home, and he penned this show legitimately in the hotel room right before he came to the fucking arena today. Everything just felt rushed. Everything felt last minute tonight. Everything felt like, I'm going to do things the way that I want. Fuck this shit. You got your WrestleMania. You got your WrestleMania direction. You got what you wanted. Now it's my fucking show. I'm taking it back, and I'm booking the rest of this shit. The show was a fucking embarrassment tonight. The show was an absolute embarrassment tonight in every sense of the word. 
If Vince is back, we're all fucking doomed. We know he's back. Triple H needs to change this shit up and fast going into next week. There's no way that they can listen to this online reaction and do the same thing that they did tonight next week. No way. Absolutely no way. I tweeted Triple H. I said, boss man, at Triple H, you said WWE was going nowhere tonight and then the company delivers what is the worst Raw after WrestleMania of all time. You certainly are going somewhere. Somewhere the fans don't want to go. Vince needs to go immediately. This wasn't you. No way this was you. After the WrestleMania we just had, the company should be embarrassed at this television show tonight. 58,000 views on the tweet. And 2,600 likes and still counting. Worst Raw is trending tonight on Twitter. Worst Raw is trending on social media this evening. It's unbelievable. That was the worst Raw I've seen, period. And it will be the last Raw show I watch this year. This company is going to be killed by Vince McMahon again. And honestly, they deserve it. Without a doubt, the worst Raw after Mania maybe of all time. Not as confident tonight. Was by far the worst Raw in a while. Hope it'll be a different story Friday and next week. This was easily the worst Raw show after Mania ever. These are legit tweets. These are legit tweets that I'm reading out. Maybe Endeavor should reconsider their purchase after the worst Raw after Mania. Worst Raw trending the day WWE is merged with UFC is a really bad look. I don't know what to tell you. Don't know what to tell you. Something needs to be done and fast. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you joining me, man. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you guys. What do you think of Monday Night Raw? Follow me on social media, at Shady from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below and turn on the bell for notifications. Go check out all the other content on the channel, man. There is so much of it, I don't even know where to begin. It's all there. Go check it out. And continue to hit that thumbs up. Continue to hit that join button. Become a channel member right here on Off The Script. We just hit 50,000 followers on Twitter. And we just, I believe, hit over 143,600 subscribers on YouTube, man. We are legitimately 400 away from 144,000. Thank you. Thank you. Let's get into the Super Chats here, man. Dwayne Jackson with a new membership. Paul Robbins Promotions with a new membership. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for your generosity. What the fuck are you guys drinking tonight, man? Mr. Awesome. Thank you for your membership, man. Lord Jake Coyle with a $2 Super Chat. Raw felt weird tonight. Weird? That's an understatement, Jay. A bad seed called Sash within eight months. Worst Raw after Mania ever. Senile with a $100 Super Chat. 
This show still has an hour to go. I guess you you super chatted this at 10 o'clock. But we've seen enough. Old Phil was right. We might get a reprieve every now and then, but this show will not improve until the old pervert is dead. It was a fun nine months, guys. Thank you for your generosity all weekend, Senile. Thank you so much, brother. Lauren Marie Hutton. With a 14 months, this Raw after Mania was a total dumpster fire. I expected more, to be honest. No Orton return, no call-ups, no turns. Vince Vince definitely booked this show. Tony Brown with a 499. My true tribal chief, J.D. Thank you, Tony Brown. Phil with a 1999. Why did we have him lose to Roman Reigns, not finish the story, only to have him go to the Raw after Mania, challenge Roman to a rematch, not get it, team with Brock Lesnar, only get attacked and look weak? Disgusting. Bro, do you genuinely think that Vince McMahon was going to let Cody Rhodes ride successfully to the top of the WWE mountain? Part of me wants to think that this is Vince McMahon teaching Cody Rhodes a fucking lesson. I told you this last night and again today. Do you genuinely think that Vince McMahon was going to take somebody that made his name on the indies and made his name in AEW to come beat his guy on the first shot? I almost want to say that this is a punishment by Vince McMahon to Cody Rhodes. Brian Edwards with 18 months. The Brock Lesnar beatdown on Cody was all Vince McMahon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mr. Awesome with a $5 super chat. This had Vince McMahon written all over it. Roman told Paul to lie to the Usos and Cody versus Brock at Backlash. Basically, it's the same thing that they did with Cena. It's the same thing that they did with Cena. Remember that match at Extreme Rules with Cena and Brock Lesnar, which was a very good match. I just don't care to see it redone, copy and paste, with Cody Rhodes playing the role of John Cena. I don't care. Thank you, Mr. Awesome. That was your first Super Chat. $5. I appreciate you, man. Flash Jordan with a new membership. Thank you, brother. Noel. Well, they four ninety nine. This is why Cody should have won yesterday. You guys thinking he's getting his storybook ending with Vincent Charge is laughable. Triple H, Triple H tricked y'all. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. I, he he still is going to get his story, but what they did tonight was just embarrassing. That was Noel's first super chat as well, man. Thank you, Noel. Michelle Moran with a five dollar super chat, questioning Heyman's loyalty again. Usos getting the Sammy treatment. Are we repeating storylines? This show was a huge letdown. Garbage. Dom Wapo with a four ninety nine. That had to be one of the worst episodes of Raw I have ever seen in my life, and now it looks like Cody will be gone from TV. Is Cody gone or is Roman going away? Seems like they took Cody and put him in a feud with Brock Lesnar for the next few weeks to get Roman on vacation. 
Jason Barker with a $2 super chat. I want my three hours back, he says. So do I, bro. Maps go on the wall. $5 super chat. I know you hated on some of us last night, JD, but we accept your apology, brother. We knew this would happen. WWE black pilled. No worries, bro. Thank you for showing up again tonight, man. I just need you guys to understand, man. Everything I do and say is out of love, man. I fucking care. I would not be telling you guys something that is falsified. Tutti Fruity with a 199. Hunter should just stick to pay-per-views and premium live events. Bro, Hunter's going to be out of a job by the end of the year. The Mad Titan with a $5 Super Jack. Vince always uses Brock to bury somebody. He does. Well, you guys came in big time today, man. Look at all these fucking super chats. Holy shit. Uh, TK with a 499. It was fun with Triple H while it lasted for Raw. If SmackDown is the same, yeah, it's over for sure. Also, did you catch the local medical facility? Yes, I did. Yes, I did, man. Tutti Fruity with a 199. Literally one return surprised the entire show. It was fucking boring, bro. Hiru with a $5 super chat. Watching Hikaru Shida drink Glenn Morangle Scotch Whiskey on her YouTube channel was more entertaining than watching Raw. I may have to check that out. Grimsley with a $2 super chat. Corey Graves gave little comments about YouTubers. What did Corey Graves say about YouTubers? Now I'm curious what Corey Graves said about YouTubers, man. Was it something derogatory? You got to fill me in on what he said, man. RJ Clutting with a $5 super chat. First Raw, I go out of my way to watch this year, and this is what they give the fans. This was an absolute dumpster fire. Sure smells like Vince to me. Better fucking believe I'm a goddamn expert. If I wasn't good at what I did, I wouldn't have 7,000 fucking people on a Monday night. 7,400 people last night. Give me a fucking break. RJ, thank you for the super chat, brother. Maps go on the wall with the $2 super chat. Is Vince not good adversity for Cody? It's not the type of adversity I'm talking about, brother. Vince is the greatest adversity for anybody, including the fans. Tay-Tay, within eight months after this show tonight, Endeavor needs to give Vince the boot. 
Tone C with a $10 super chat. One shot of your hardest stuff to wash down this trash raw. Vince is back by unpopular demand. I think I'm going to keep the old intro for now, man, until things get better. Maps go on the wall with a $5 super chat. Adrenaline in my soul. Tony, pick up. It's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes got Tony Khan on speed dial, bro. Well, Alex, Alex B in the chat says, JD, yes, he told Kevin Patrick you should have a YouTube channel and call yourself an expert. I would not be surprised if several in that company watch my WrestleMania review. Daniel C. with a one-month membership. Thank you, brother. Definitely sound like Triple H was saying goodbye. Also, glad to be in the venue and looking forward to Wednesdays only again. I'm not even excited for, for Dynamite on Wednesday, man, to be honest with you. I, you know, uh, FTR and the guns, maybe. MJF's uh, day of appreciation, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Dom Wapa with a 199. Any chance of Jay White going to WWE is gone, bro. If I'm Jay White, I'm going right to Jacksonville. The Omnist 499. Worst show, and me and my brother have the worst show me and my brother have seen from WWE in 24 years of living. I may consider watching Impact. Ha ha ha. Nobody watches Impact. Much love, JD. Thank you, man. This was terrible. This was the worst Raw of the Mania I've ever been a part of. Undead Mage and Your Nation's Tea with new memberships. Thank you, people. Thank you, guys. What the fuck are you guys drinking tonight? Brian Cyrus with a $5 Super Chat. Feels like Vince took more and more control back as the weekend went on. Night one was the last night. It felt like Triple H had any input. Tonight was all Vince. Yes. Absolutely. Summer history with a $5 Super Chat. J. Jonah Jameson. I mean, Vince is ruining WWE, but one good thing about Raw, they are making Cody into the greatest babyface in WWE history. Rare W. Kyle Billings with a $10 Super Chat. This man, Vince, makes me violently ill. Can't believe Triple H is now going to be a scapegoat. I'm depressed. That's exactly what's coming, bro. Clutchbox with a $5 Super Chat. Got to be the single worst Raw I have ever had the displeasure of watching. I legitimately wasted three hours of my life on that garbage. I wish I could I wish I could refund all of us, Clutch. Believe me. Believe me, man. M. James with a $11. Could be the darkest day in WWE history. I see that being the case 100%. Any excitement I had for WWE's being killed tonight makes me even more excited that I'm attending Forbidden Door now. Maps go on the wall with the $2 Super Chat. Elias is the opponent for Stardust on his return. Nathan Barnett with a $9.99. A little late to the party, but is Brock part of the mountain for Cody? It looks like it. 
Or is Vince making this man pay? I wouldn't be shocked if that's the case either, bro. Kind of feel like Cody's going to have a long, or is going to have to run through Murderer's Road to get back to Roman. Philip Newton with a 999. I didn't watch WrestleMania. The highlights, including Raw, left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm glad we have New Japan, AEW stardom, ROH, Noah, and TJW, TJPW. Thank you, Philip. Tenario with a five dollar super chat. What's up, JD? I say, and episode from Raw, 11 26, 2018. Thought it was the worst Raw I ever saw. This is up there. Bro, I don't even remember what happened in 2018, but I'll take your word for it. Max Mello with a 499. Bro, I'm getting flashbacks to 2012 WWE with these women. And can someone please give Rhea a better script? I can write better shit than this. Try me. One Winged Will Will with a $50 super chat. Thank you, One Winged. I don't even know why I try anymore. Raw is a bore. I'll need two shots of the strongest drink on your menu for getting me three hours of my life back and for poor Cody shaking my head. This show sucks. Keep at it, JD. Thank you, Will Will. I appreciate you, man. Mike Lee with a $5 Super Chat. Hey, I feel like Mustafa Ali's gimmick is Bo Dallas. Bo leave. Gimmick is trash. Bro, Ali is a jobber. Ali is a jobber, man. Money Senpai with the six months. JD, you're the hardest working man in the IWC, the real people's champ. Keep telling the real stories and giving the real. OTS for life. Thank you, Money. Appreciate you, brother. Maps go on the wall with a $2 super chat. He says, Cody with a question mark. I don't know. I don't know. Cody Watt. Joseph King with 14 months. Thank you, man. I either thought Jay White was going to be Cody's mystery partner or at least interrupt Seth Rollins when he was out in the ring, but nothing. Bro, we could have got Randy Orton as Cody's mystery partner, Jay White, Matt Cardona, Matt Riddle. I mean, the bloodline put Matt Riddle out. Why is he coming back to attack the Miz? Philip Newton with a 199. Vince looks like a Mexican cartel. John Stamey with a $2 super chat. So pro wrestling is dead. Mike Lee with a $10 super chat. Yeah. Now I think about Triple H's promo. Almost sounds like Ric Flair's final promo on the final episode of Monday Nitro in 2001. Wild Stallions with a $2 super chat. Tomorrow we will get Triple H's resignation. This is not going to go over well in, in Stanford, Connecticut tomorrow. I'll tell you that right now. John Cena's bold spot with a $5 super chat. Feels like Brock coming back and flipping the double bird was definitely a message from Vince to us fans for wanting him out. Certainly felt that way. Ross Holt with a $2 super chat. Vince is about to kill Gunther's character so hard. Man, he better not do anything to Gunther, man. 
Hollywood guy with a $5 super chat. The sick part is that Sean and Brian James defends this crap. Yes. Tay Tay the Savior with a four ninety nine super chat. JD, can we expect talent releases now that Vince is back? Look at grizzled young veterans. Yeah, they got their release today. They got their release today. Good for them. Max Mello with a four ninety nine. Bro, I knew from his way of talking with MSNBC or CNBC. That he was manipulating the poor dude that interviewed was scripted. AEW is praying Vince is removed. Philip Newton with a 199. More beach, more beach balls and more rubber chickens, please. The Gary Sphere with a five-dollar super chat. Guess Steph took Triple H's balls with her when he when she quit. Certainly, uh, certainly looks like it, bro. Tay Tay with a 499. Triple H is now the fall guy, just like Paul Heyman was back in 2006. Does anybody know why the chicken was in the ring, man? What the fuck was that about? Queasy with a 199. Michael Cole said medical facility. LOL. Coincidence. No, not at all. Not at all, bro. Sleepy with a new membership. Thank you, Sleepy96. What the fuck are you drinking? My guy, Dr. Evil Genius with a 499. Blame me, y'all. He's able to scream this long because I have him running fast on the treadmill three times per week, which I'm not looking forward to tomorrow, bro. Maybe we can go back to a five. Uh, Nicole Falucha Art B Falucha With a 499 All the wrestlers that were brought back Were not used for Mania and Raw This is straight up BS Sleepy With a 199 I wish Gunther The best for Gunther I know I know man we're going to find out Friday what happens. Philip Newton with a 199. Joey Janela versus Invisible Man is greater than Raw. GCW sucks. I can't stand GCW. Crow Mem. Well, they fight all Super Jack. God, I hate Vince. I feel bad for Triple H. CM Punk was right. I am pissed. Tutti Fruity with a 499. I can't blame Triple H. This is worse than last year's. Also, there were no call-ups either. Nothing. Don Parker with a $5 super chat. I asked Vince about Vince's legal issues. Now you know why. Vince is just as bad as Trump. Yeah, I said it. Acknowledge, JD. Keep telling the truth. Um, The only thing that isn't comparable here. You know, Vince didn't start an insurrection on January 6th. That's the only thing that really can't, uh, you really can't compare. Other than that, I mean, Trump and Trump and Vince are the same fucking people. 
Mr. Premium with a 499. Remember that positive super chat of mine last night. What the hell happened? Also, rest in peace, Bushwhacker Butch. And with a 499. What's the point of Brock for Cody? Brock isn't capable of wrestling more than four minutes. This is garbage. And he has nothing to do with Cody's story. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know, N. Red Storm Pro with a $5 Super Chat. The shills from Fightful just last week said they didn't believe Vince was back and in charge of creative. Those folks are on WWE's pay, pay, payroll for sure. Bro, Fightful is fucking garbage. I mean, they have a bunch of fucking half-witted, brain-dead fucking clowns over there, man. They don't know what the fuck they're talking Sap is the only one with any, any sort of intelligence over there. The whole crew is just fucking brain-dead. Jason with a $2 super chat. No message. Andres, 17, with a $10 super chat. Any chance the Endeavor deal changes Cody's plans to Brock dominating again, leaving Cody getting punished for AEW? Also, hope your grandmother is doing better. Thank you, JD. Thank you, man. Uh, Grandma's doing much better. Much better. You know, I can't even... I don't even have the energy to do the Denise voice, bro. I really don't. Everybody's sickening to me, man. They're all sickening to me. Gears with a 220. Bring back God to team with Cody. Book it, Vince. Rep NYC with a 20. 7K in here on a Monday night listening to the truth. Salute, JD. Nobody does it better. OTS for life. Thank you, Rep. Joseph Taylor, $3 Super Chat. Grizzled young veterans made the right choice to leave. You better fucking believe it. Max Mello with a 199. If SmackDown is run by Triple H, we go blue, period. Yes. Omega Kong with a $5 Super Chat. I'm so pissed off. I think I need a break from it all. Just now. Or just know you are loved, Jay. The OTS, see you soon. Thank you, Omega. Don't take too long of a break, bro. My mother's basement is the place to be, man. El Fuen with a $5,500 super chat in Chilean pesos. Hi, JD. The sad thing is that we know when a show is awful, when the theme of conversation are not the storylines or what's next, it's all about Vince McMahon. You hit the nail on the head, brother. Nick Williams with a $5 super chat. I knew something went wrong the moment Cody lost at WrestleMania 39. Vince is like Dr. Eggman, who's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog to stop him. I don't know, man. I really don't know, Nick. Lucky Geo with a 199. No message. Lucky Geo. Thank you, brother. Justin with a 199. To be honest, I didn't even watch Raw. I played MLB the show. You made the right decision, Justin. DJ Foot Clan with eight months. Thank you, brother. AEW Talk was all over WWE's Twitter tonight. Michael Evans with 10 months. Vince McMahon. He leaves cursing emojis. Thank you for all the hard work this weekend, JD. You killed it, man. Thank you, Michael. WWE AEW Marvel fan with a $10 super chat. I would have had a Randy Orton return and had him turn on Cody Rhodes. Why on earth would I care about a Lesnar versus Cody feud? Orton versus Rhodes would have been the better story than that. Well, we don't know if Orton's ready to go yet, bro. We don't even know if he's cleared. He had back surgery. 
So who knows? But yes, that probably would have been a better choice if it was possible. Sidro with a $5 super chat. I lost faith in WWE, and my only hope is somehow Vince gets kicked out by some wild miracle. Whenever I hear Triple H goes, I go. I pray for a better WWE. Twevin with a one month. Thank you, man. Thank you, Sidro. Uh, if we get $80 pay-per-views, I'm going to lose my mind. Also, what is beating Brock going to do for Cody? Hooray, he beat Brock. This does nothing for him. I mean, they have no they have no history at all. Eddie Hazard with a $10 super chat. No doubt in my mind, Vince is back. Writing was on the wall as soon as Omos came out. I knew there was no chance of Vince selling the Fed and walking away. Get him out. OTS for life. Fuck Vince McMahon. Now you know, now you guys know. Now you guys know. There's absolutely no refuting anything I said. You can't. Now you've seen it with your own eyes. Uh, Lucky Geo. 499 Super Chat. Do you think Cody still wins it? Yes. Sadly. Yes. Also been watching you since 2014, man. Congratulations on all your success, brother. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Tenario with a $5 Super Chat. This may not happen, but if Triple H gets released, I hope he builds his own company to get back at Vince because we all know he wants to. Colby Duran with a 199 Super Chat. JD, I have one thing to say. December 17, 2018, repeat. Is that when the McMahon family came out and said that they're going to give us what we want? Because that was fucking embarrassing. Eddie Hazard with a 19 months. I saw the Brock heel turn coming a mile away. Like as soon as his music hit during the opening segment, I knew how the night would end. Copy and paste. Bro, he had the biggest cheesy smile on his face. Brock never smiles like that. You knew something was up. Christy Wilson with a 499. Cody needs to go back to AEW. This WWE return just isn't worth it anymore. Armando with a 499. Go away, Vince. I hate Vince. I feel that Vince is really going to fire Triple H. What a shame. Best podcaster, JD. Keeping it real as always. Thank you, Armando. Sidro with a five. Vince's new motto. Then, now, future endeavor. I love it, Sidro. 100% fact. Kinson Stanley with a $20 super chat. It was literally a combination of Vince and Brock. To move Lesnar that made me stop watching WWE for three years. If Triple H is out, so am I. I'll still tune into OTS though. OTS for life. We'll see what happens on Friday, Kinson. But right now it's not looking good on Monday. Michael Partham with a five dollar super chat. Previously suggested a shirt saying this show sucks in the style of the Raw is War logo. Put that on Bonfire. I'll buy one. Fuck you, Vince. I may have to do that, bro. I I may have to go and do it. Mike NY with 11 months. Thank you, brother. Vince needs to be indicted. Get him out. We should ask Bragg to arrest him. 
Raisin Bran, 151 with a 1999. I think the saddest thing about tonight is that people watch this show and are mindlessly blaming Triple H despite Vince's stench being all over the show. This is exactly what Vince wants. It's really depressing. Mo Jackson, 252 with a 199. What's up, Mr. JD? Stopping by to show some love. Thumbs up to you, sir. Thank you, Mo. Tracy Hines with a $5 Super Chat. Raw was very disappointing. You have been 100% right about everything. You are the realest wrestling podcaster. Thank you, JD. Tracy, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Tootie Fruity with a four ninety nine. I've always said that theory was more similar to Orton than Cena. And now he has a legend killer-like gimmick. I could see Theory versus Orton. No doubt about it. Telo Swayze with a $4.99. I'm so sorry that I bought my tickets for Raw tonight. It was horrific. Vince is a cancer to WWE. CM Punk couldn't be more prophetic. He needs to go now. My love and prayers go out to the talent right now. I can't even imagine. Couldn't be me. What a goddamn tragedy. They deserve so much better. Jesus. Thank you, brother, for the two 499s. DGK Dog with five months. Maybe Becky doesn't want to work with Ronda, and I wouldn't blame her if that's the case. Well, Ronda is hurt right now, so we'll see what happens there. Flash Jordan with a 499. Blocky uh Brock flip flicking Cody was Vince flicking us off thinking he was gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cue the content guy with a 499. I was there live before the first hour was over with. I said to myself, Vince must be in charge. The show was boring as hell, even in the audience. Yeah, it was terrible, man. I mean, it was just as bad as home. I can't even imagine being there, man, paying money to see this shit. Basic with a uh, 9.99. I don't see Triple H taking the blame for Raw's failure. Didn't the owner of Endeavor state that Vince has the final say when it comes to creative? So it would be Vince's fault for whoever is shown on TV or whatever is shown on TV. Bro, you doubt Vince McMahon's manipulative ways, man. Vince has the power to change anything that's happening on his show, man. If Vince says something is wrong... Even though we know it's Vince's fault and he points the finger of blame, who do you think Ari Emanuel is going to believe? Vince or someone lower on the totem pole? Coil Phoenix with a $50 super chat. Thank you, Coil. This whole UFC merger is just a bunch of bullshit. Just like this Raw tonight. And this thing with Vince being back in charge is making me violently sick. This is now the beginning of Vince's ventriloquist act, and WWE is now his puppets. Pure bullshit. You are correct, Coyle. This whole merger was bullshit. It was never about a sale of the company, ever. Ever. Edward Liu with a 499. If WWE stays this bad moving forward, I don't need to subscribe to Peacock. I can just rely on you, JD, to keep up on WWE and use my money elsewhere. Edward, if there's one thing I can promise you, man, if you don't want to watch, I got you covered, bro. That goes for everybody. Felix Reyes with the $2 Superjack. King and Queen of the Ring. 
Roman will be at 1,000. Yes. Thank you for the super chat, uh, Felix. That's your first. Hopefully, ma, you know, that's the first of many. Kal-El with a $5 super chat. I knew Vince McMahon booked this show when Corey Graves said Bad Bunny was taken to a local medical facility. Go figure. I'm done watching. We'll listen to you. See, you guys are picking up on it, man. Filthy Slimes with a 499. I woke up to people comparing Cody losing to if Triple H and JBL beat John Cena and Batista. Like, it's not even the same. Bro, don't listen to social media, please. They're fucking ridiculous, man. Aubrey Gray with a 199. Raw was horrible. Worst episode I've ever seen. I wouldn't go that far, but it's definitely the worst Raw of the year and the worst Raw after Mania ever. Thank you for the super chat, Aubrey. That was your first, hopefully the first of many. James also with a first time super chat. 11 in super chat. No message. Thank you, James. Ricardo Linnell with the $2 super chat. I hate Vince, but I'll always be here. OTS for life. Thank you, Ricardo. We love having you here, brother. Kal-El with a $5 super chat. I finally watched Raw only because WrestleMania was so good, and now I regret that decision. By the way, big props on your mother's basement. Mustangs rule. Thank you, Kal-El. Freebird with an eight months in the VIP club, man. The VIP section in my mother's basement, man. How do you guys love that? Right there, man, with the fucking picture, with the moving eyes, man. Look at that. I love it, man. If they are considering the old pay-per-view style buys, they better start giving us better shows than this, or we are going to have some serious issues. Bro, I said this the last couple of times out, man. They're going to have to up the ante, but I don't see that happening. Not with Vince there. Jamel Turney with a 199. We need Wall Street Journal to save us. Yes, we do. D-style boxing with the $2 Super Chat. The payoff when Cody finally wins, it will be worth it. I hope so, man. I hope so. Magic Man with a 199. Just wanted to say thanks to you for all you do. Cheers. Thank you, brother. James V with an $11 Super Chat. PW and IWC finally reporting or getting on board with Vince back in control after tonight. JD's been on it since day damn one. Beyond embarrassing. Hyped it to my friends for nothing. Everybody's on board now, huh? It's nice to know once again I was the leader in leading something that I knew everything about while everybody was denying it, and I won't get any credit whatsoever. Mr. TKO with a $5 super chat. Hey, JD, what is the name of the song with the lyrics, Losing My Mind, in the chorus? Love your tastes in music, OTS for life. Legitimately, brother, it's called Losing My Mind by Onlap. Not really my style of music, but it's copyright-free music that you guys like, so I play it on the show. I'm more of a Dragon Force, Symphony X, Alter Bridge, Dream Theater, Slayer, Exodus, Testament, Cannibal Corpse. Who else? My guy, Dino Jalusic. You guys know my deal. At the Gates, Scar Symmetry, Mercenary. Who else am I listening to nowadays, man? So many. So many bands on my Spotify, man. (sighs) Old Sepultura. 
Like 1990s Sepultura, man. Arise, Beneath the Remains, Chaos AD, Schizophrenia. TYB with a 199. Bro, what the fuck happened to Stevenson? Gable Stevenson? I don't know, man. They may have released him. I have no fucking clue. Travis Hayes with a 199. Triple H should just leave his dress shoes in the ring. Yeah, really. Noah Nixon with a 999. I was so disappointed. The first Raw I tuned into since 2017 because I didn't want to miss anything important, but it ended up being one of the worst Raws I've ever seen. Noah, I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, man. Brandon Goolidge with a 499. Hey, JD, show was garbage. Remember Raw in August and September? Pep- Pepperidge Farm remembers. Nobody believed me when I told you the show is not the fucking same anymore, man. Nobody. John Cena's bald spot with a five-dollar super jet. Feels like Triple H is gone soon. Even him hugging Roman felt like a goodbye. Grimsley. With a five-dollar super chat. He said on commentary to the Irish dude, you can go on YouTube and act like an expert. It's not word for word, but it was a jab at people like you, it sounds. Fuck them then, bro. Marie Francis Grace Camacho with a $137.50 super chat in Marie's currency. The amount of truth in this podcast. More power to you, JD. Vince should be eliminated. <laughs> yes. I like that word, Marie. Eliminated. TMHD Electrics with a 199. PW Insider reported Vince was heavily involved tonight. Bro, I don't need PW Insider to know Vince was involved tonight. Grimsley to the chat. Act like an expert sounds a little bit more like it. I am an expert. Lauren Marie Hutton with a $2 super chat. Real return instead of Orton. Why? Orton's not cleared yet, Lauren. The Bastard with the 199. JD, thank you for what you do. Thank you, Bastard. Willie Martin with a 5. Bro, didn't Stephanie give the same speech Triple H gave on SmackDown right before she quit? Definitely feels like Triple H's days are numbered. Yeah. Luigi Carmine with a $1 Super Chat. Thank you, Luigi. Willie Martin with a $5 Super Chat. Imagine Triple H leaving WWE and joining forces with TK with that roster. Man, I would die a happy man, bro. Lauren Marie Hutton, could watch your rants all day. Love you, JD. Thank you, Lauren, with the two. Soundwave 80s with a 199. Do you like the song The Last in Line by Dio? Yes, I do. I love Ronnie James Dio, bro. Russell Allen from Symphony X is a big proponent. Major influences come from Ronnie James Dio all over his vocal style and Symphony X's music, man. My favorite Dio song is obviously Rainbow in the Dark, to be honest with you. And Drew Gooch with a 499. If Triple H gets fired, do you think he will start his own wrestling promotion and will other WWE stars follow? Bro, Triple H is not starting a wrestling promotion. If Triple H leaves WWE, he collects his $5 million that he got from the sale and he fucking retires and enjoys life with Stephanie. He's done. How much more heartbreak can this man go through? Lauren with a $2 super chat. Best Raw after many was 2013, 2015, 2017. Epic. Joseph Taylor with a $7 super chat. JD Raw sucks. And did you ever watch the first Prince of Bel-Air? Yes, it's one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. 
And Luigi Carmine with a $5 super chat. I'm glad I didn't watch Raw watching the Guardians versus A's. Glad I wait to watch the Ace of Pro Wrestling Podcasts long-term booking. Guys, you are fucking fantastic, man. Every single one of you, man. All 7,000 of you in here today. All 4,400 of you plus still in here, man. You guys are fucking great, man. I appreciate you all very much. And we're about to get the fuck out of here, man. The venue is closed. The venue is closed. My mother's basement needs to be deep cleaned after this fucking busy weekend, man. The next time you see me, tomorrow night. We're not even watching NXT, man. We're going right into the stream at 8 p.m. Tomorrow night, we'll be on kick. Playing Resident Evil 4, man. All night. Show up. Grab your beverages. I'm going to have Spotify playing, man. We got some bangers on the jukebox tomorrow. Joe Stamey, or John Stamey, rather, with a $2 super chat. Pro wrestling is dead, says John Stamey. Hollywood Eric, 86, with a new membership. Late in the game. Thank you, brother. Tomorrow night, man, kick. Resident Evil. Watch me step on all all the bear traps in the fucking game. It's a blast. Anyway, guys, this concludes the 2023 off-the-scripts WrestleMania coverage. We fucking killed it, man. We had 5,800 on Saturday. We had 7,400 on Sunday. We had 7,000 tonight. With another 3500 this afternoon for the sale of the WWE podcast. You guys have fucking killed it, man. I love you. I appreciate you all. And next time you see me live, Jesse and I will be covering Dynamite right here on Off The Script. Enjoy your Mondays. Enjoy your Tuesdays. I will see you guys on Wednesday with Jesse right here on OTS. I'll see you guys later.